you could turn it sideways or will that throw your whole phone off? Is that better? That's great. Let's see. There you go. Dang. Good? Easy, easy. Are you in San Diego? I am, yeah. Hey, is it cold there this morning? This is the first morning where I came in and I had to wear my wristbands. It's cold. Yeah, right? Yeah. This is the first time I wear my hoodie. Oh, good. Okay, good. So it's all of California. Got a little a little colder this morning than normal. It did, yeah. Yeah, shit. Winter's here. Must be like 60 degrees or something. I know, right? <laughs> hey, uh, you won the games. Sure did. Check it off the to-do list. Right? That's crazy. Crazy, Unreal. crazy. Yeah. Hey, you started CrossFit in 2019, Jorge? 2019, yeah. Yep. And I, now it's... It's 2023, so four years. Four years, yeah, and that was that was honestly the goal when I when I walked in and saw it like at Invictus in 2019. I said I want to be like them, and I saw the podium team. So it's it's crazy. I wonder how many people have had that um, I don't want to say dream because I don't think most people let it get to a dream, but how many people have gone into a CrossFit gym and said to a coach, Hey, I want to go to the games. I want to be one of those athletes. And then, and then I'm guessing it's a shitload, dude. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but that was for sure. My goal. And it's, it's cool that we got to do it this year. And, and when you originally um, walked into the gym and you thought you were going to do that, or you want, you had the aspirations to do that. Did you think you would do it as team? Yeah, no, I definitely wanted to do this team because I, I didn't really know much about CrossFit. And when I walked into Invictus, I saw all the banners and stuff. And I saw that podium team from 2014 uh, holding the trophy up. And I just said, look, I want to do that. I don't care how long it takes. And I just started. And, and did they laugh at you? Um, No, the coaches never laughed, but they, they knew it was going to take some time. And I mean, I have a good a athletic background, but... Some of those movements, handstand push-ups, ring muscle-ups, stuff like that, uh, when they first saw, they knew it was going to be kind of tough. But, yeah, it was, it was a good, good season. When, when, when I think of, like, teams that have to work um, together and you, I, you think of, like, basketball teams or hockey teams, you, you, it's kind of – CrossFit's kind of a trip because it's an individual event, right? It's an individual activity. Yeah. It, it, anything you gleaned from this year doing it as a team what, what do you think makes it what do you think makes it different than other team events it, like like by that i mean other team sports like football or basketball or hockey yeah is it different i mean it's, it's such a weird thing to call it a team and yet you guys are all out there doing just your individual stuff yeah i actually have like a good answer for that um so i've been on team sports all my life uh, since i was four years old and I would say I'd always try to make it a point to be the leader and lead by example and stuff. Um, so I was always the mediator between the coaches and the athletes and, and just kind of that was my favorite part was to manage teams. Right. And so I would say the different part was that I had never been on a team with women before. Um, and so it's just a different atmosphere. You have to kind of. I don't know, manage things differently, uh, help them get through their emotions. They help us get through our emotions. It's just a different kind of energy uh, being with two other women. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so I've been on team with all males. It's all, I mean, team sports is all males and stuff. So that was, I think that's the, the biggest and most different uh, 
part for me. Hey, was was that a surprise, or did you know going into it that that was going to bring a different angle? Um, I didn't really know until. I mean, we just started training together and stuff, and I, I just like for me, it's easy to go in in a team full of males and just kind of yell at them and get them going. And 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 with women, I feel like I just I I, I found it hard for myself to like yell and 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 push, and I had to kind of come down to their energy level um, where it's taking a, a just an easier approach. Um, but yeah, it's just it was. It was cool. It's cool to see both aspects and how to handle emotions. Like they were Brit and Devin handled their emotions differently than I did. Um, so it's just kind of getting accustomed to that. And over the years, like they helped me be a better leader, um, helped me to calm down a little bit, not yell so much, not be so aggressive, like stuff like that. So uh, a tr- trial by fire. Like, uh, can you think of some mistakes you made? Hmm. I've made plenty of mistakes. Yes. Yes. Over the last two, three years. Um, yeah, for sure. Specifically dealing with them, not realizing that, Hey, dealing with women is different than dealing with men. Um, yeah. So like, I guess like just the way I approach certain, uh, events and stuff. So like, let's say like if I'm with Josh, right? Like Josh is, man and i'm i'm here like let's go like let's go come on man let's do this and i'm pushing him and and shoving him and like getting hype and and doing that kind of stuff and i know i just can't do those certain things with devin and brit like i'm not gonna go ahead and grab brit and shake her and like come on let's do this like and there was multiple times where just like my instinct and stuff during competition i'd be like come on let's do it and then i'd have to kind of calm down be like hey you know what like you can't be doing that kind of stuff like um so certain instances throughout the two three years we've been together yeah different different th- things that motivate women that didn't necessarily or things that motivated men that did, didn't necessarily transfer to women to women partners um to brit and dev yeah yeah how about the other way did they did would they do things that you and josh should be like what like that that didn't work for you um no i mean not really uh, not that i can think of um was it cliche shit like hey you guys need to get over that faster um yeah sometimes because i feel like i i feel like in relationships that i've had it's mostly like that with with women it's like uh men seem to have like shorter seasons like you know there's like those clouds in the cartoons Uh where like it's just a one rain that i feel like that's our emotions it's just like one fucking gnarly rain cloud it goes over the desert and women might have a whole season you're like oh shit we're doing winter yeah, I mean, it goes it goes both ways. Like, I feel sometimes I hold on to stuff like that as well. But it's all a team effort. Like, for instance, uh, I was coaching Brit at NorCal um, and she was stressing about some personal things and stuff. And she had, yeah, like the cloud floating and stuff. And I'm like, look, as her coach and understanding being her teammate for so long, I did have to tell her, hey, you know what? Like, let that go. We're here for a reason. You're here to win the NorCal Classic. Like, let's get over this cloud and, and keep going. And sure enough, she just like, yeah, yeah. She snaps out of it and she competed and she won. So that happened throughout our season as well. Little things like anxiety attacks or whatever it is, like rather than holding on to those things, like since I knew my teammates so well, I could pull them to a corner and be like, hey, you know what? Like, you're just freaking out right now because uh, it's a handstand push-up workout and you've been struggling with that for a while. So 
it doesn't matter if you go out, you compete, you, you can't do one handstand pushups. One of you guys will pick another one up. Like we're going to be fine. And then you could see where the cloud just kind of goes and it's just different emotions. And I'm not necessarily saying women, men, whatever. It's just with my teammates, that was the biggest thing was with Devin and Britt. Yes. I had to take a step back, be calmer, be less emotional, understand that they're emotional. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of how I based this whole two, three years being with them. Uh, $750. That's 3% of $25,000. Do you want me to call her and collect that from her? That's, uh, for, for <laughs> no, the weekend? Not at all. I should be paying them. <laughs> they they <laughs> brought me onto the podium. For the well, no, I I, I mean for uh, I mean for the, uh, this weekend or this past weekend at NorCal oh, no, as her no, coach, three percent. I, I charged her way more. Trust me. Oh, good. Okay, good, good, good. Seven fifty. I'm a champ now. I'm a champ. Six percent. Six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, how how was the victory? Is is it short lived? I hear people say like, "Hey, you, you win. You think it's going to be something great? You get it. You're like, all right, what's next? Nah, yeah, that happens. Um, I was standing on the podium and yeah, I just kind of looked back at the entire season and it didn't feel different holding the trophy up. What meant more to me was the progress and everything we went through this season and just the past two years. And honestly, like since I started CrossFit, I thought it was going to feel different. I mean, it's an amazing accolade. Like I, it, it's what I wanted, but yes, you definitely do stand up there and, and the journey mean or meant or means way more to me than holding the trophy up for sure what look at tola here what that, that's devin right yeah that's devin and you guys are celebrating and look at tola watching back there <laughs> yeah what a great photo in all honesty when you went to the games did you think you could beat that team uh yeah for sure you did you really thought you could beat tola paulson nisler and williamson yeah, I just – I believed in my team. Um, I knew that the sacrifices we've made, I knew we were prepared. I, I knew that if we just executed the way we could, we we would beat anyone on the field. They're so formidable, even the way they look. Each of them has like this um, – you guys look more groomed than them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, Tola and Paulson, they look like they're from the dinosaur times. <laughs> and 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 Taylor and Andrea come with all that pedigree and all that success. You really thought, huh? Yeah, I mean, I just like I said, the sacrifices we made over the years, like I just felt like it all lined up and and we were really focused on the overall goal, which is winning. Um we weren't going to let anyone stop us. We we ran through some adversities in the past 3 years. There's there's we just understand each other super well. We knew we had that against them. Um but yeah, like we, we just, we believed in each other. And I, I knew that if we just executed the way we knew we could, we would, we would win. Do you think everyone believed that you guys would win? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, yeah, we were in conversations and stuff, but I don't think, um, yeah, I don't think they thought we would win. Like, like, it, but, but did they at least try to fake it? Uh, no, no. <laughs> they just didn't just some people just didn't think you were gonna win on the team. Is that hard? Is that hard for you? Did that piss you off? Oh wait, you mean our team? I thought yes. 
Yes, oh, on yeah, your team. Yes, for sure. No, we so we sat down. Uh, sorry, I thought you meant like. No, you know, I think a lot of people didn't think you were going to win. I, yeah, I think yeah. I think the proven team is pretty impressive. Yeah, no, that's for what's sure. so cool about your victory. Like you beat them. Yeah, yeah, that's ex no. Okay, so I thought you were talking about other people. No, on our team, that was our goal. Yeah, we knew like every day we knew we were going to win. Um, we set that goal right like the day after uh, we got third place um two years ago and we we're just like hey you know what like let's bring this team back together we've gotten this far the first year like we know if we just make that the focus the entire season we can we can do it so yeah we all believed all four of us when you looked at that team was everyone was everyone the best version of themselves and did you go into the games injured were you were you the potentially the weak link going into that games Yes, 100%. Um, no, we weren't all 100%. I had the hamstring injury, which happened a month before the semifinals. Um, we were sprinting on the beach, and I just snapped and turned purple, and I just couldn't move for a week or so. So it was a, a tear. Um, so I had to manage that, like, the entire season. And thankful for my teammates, they understood that even though I wasn't lifting, I wasn't hitting my workout 75%. Uh, effort like they just trusted in me like at times I sat back in my house and was just like hey you know what like they've put everything into this I don't think they deserve uh 70 me I think maybe I should tell Holden you know like Holden was our backup our coach he can train the next two months and, and get after it and and I'm thankful for my teammates that trusted in me and, and just understood that I was going to give everything I could. And even if I fell short, they made me feel comfortable. Like, Hey, you know what? Like, even if we don't win, or even if we don't win this event, whatever it is, we're going to stand behind you. And, and I felt like they did that all season. So is your hamstring healed now? It's still bothering me. It's, it's kind of weird. It's I've, I've been doing a lot the last three weeks on it, uh, like rehab and stuff like that. But yeah, I definitely still feel it. I've never, I've always worked through injuries, but this one's different. Like it's it's just not going away. It's just like there's a little like a pull here, a pull there. It's making me use my leg different. Like this one's this one's different. Did you feel it at the games? Oh yeah, yeah. I had to like tape it up, and I had thank God we brought our our body worker Greg. He was in between events, after events. Like it was it was tough. When I think of the hamstring, it's just—it's basically just—it's a wire behind the leg, right? That goes from your ass to your knee. Yeah. And uh, I think of it kind of like as the Achilles tendon, but but instead of down there, it's behind your thigh. Yeah, and that's what it feels like—like like just like the wire. Like sometimes, like it pulls and it's strained, and if I push it too hard, it feels like it's gonna pop. And it's just like managing that. Could so that thing snap? Can those things snap completely? Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm hmm. God, I don't know how you won the games with that thing nagging uh, back there. My team, <laughs> they crushed it. Yeah, that that's uh, that's crazy. Um, can you tell me in a nutshell how the weekend went? Um, how many events were there? There were 11 events, I think. And, and, and what was the arc of, of the week? How did you guys do? Did you guys come out early with a lead and keep it? Yeah, so um, we went out for the first workout, right? Um it was a rope climb, ski, uh, and then overhead squat. You had like two minute window to complete a row, one legless rope climb. Then your partner switches, and then you go on to the overhead squats. 
So we were ahead actually by 15 reps at one point. Uh, and we had done three rounds. We were ahead by 15 points and we're just like, man, like, okay, we're, we're doing it. And then we go into our fourth round. Josh misses a rope climb. So we don't get any overhead squats. So then the lead drops down to like five. And then I go up and I don't get a rope climb. And then our lead, we dropped to like six, seventh place. And then we took our lowest fin. I think that was our lowest finish on our very first workout. And it was just disappointing because we had worked like those legless rope climbs and we made it a point like every single morning to work those. Um, and so we just, at that point, we got a little bit scared right after the end. We're just like, man, like we had that lead. We should be wearing the leader's jerseys. And then we just kind of dropped. What place did we do? We end up getting like eighth. Eighth, yeah, yeah. Eighth place on that. Yeah. And it was just because of two, two rope climbs we couldn't do. Like we should have blown that uh, workout out of the water because we were ahead by 15 reps. Um, and when you say you couldn't do them, does that fall on someone in particular in the group? Uh, so it was Josh and I. Yeah, Josh and I couldn't. Josh went first. He didn't get his. And I think like usually Josh and I work like if if he watches me do something, let's say like a 285 pound snatch, he watches me do it like Josh is going to do anything in his power to get that done. Um he doesn't want to be the weak, weak link. Right. Right. So I think when he went up and he didn't get it, uh, he got no repped that next round. I had it in my head like, Oh, he didn't get it. And so I think that's kind of what made me not get it, which is not a good thing like to do mentally, but it's just like, that's how in unison we work. Um, and so, yeah, it just brought us down to eighth. And after that event, we're just like, man, like, okay, we need to kind of get our shit together. Um, and then after that, we're just like, we're taking every single rep in our warm up perfect. We're taking every walk to the venue perfect. We're going to get there on time. We're just, we're going to flip that switch. Like that was our one mistake and we're not letting that happen. And I think that that was like the, a blessing and in, in a, in a curse there. Um, the last final five events, you went third, first, first, fifth, first, second. You guys just went on a terror. Yeah. So I had a meeting with them. Uh, had a meeting with them saturday night um i brought them into the hotel and stuff and was just like hey look the leaders the leaders jerseys was a lot so it adds a ton of pressure right and so even if you're not conscious of it like you get people like you coming up with cameras and people want to know things and, and everyone's asking oh how does it feel like it's a lot of distraction and so i knew that i knew that my team in certain things weren't competing or showing out at a hundred percent because of how much like stress and pressures and, and, and stuff uh, of the leaders jerseys. Um, and so I sat him down and was like, Hey, look, like let's stop working out for the leaders jerseys and let's go back to being us. And let's, and let's, let's make this last day the best we can like respect the sport respect yourselves go out there compete as hard as you can it doesn't matter if on the last event we we could not go and and still win the games like we're going to respect the sport enough to go out there and give it everything and they did like we all did we we went out and we we had a great last day um is any of that team staying together um so i'm going individual brit's going individual uh, Josh just had a baby, so he's kind of uh, figuring things out right now. I don't know his next move. Uh, maybe you can have him on to ask him. 
Um, and then Devin, she's in the same boat. She's kind of teetering individual team, whatever happens at Invictus. Like they're kind of, we're all just kind of going our separate ways. So no. Um, uh, Chip Chipperson, are there any challenges when dating a teammate? Are you dating a teammate? No. Are you dating a teammate? No. No. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm like to to his question. I don't know if that's a. I I don't know, but no. You're you're not dating a teammate. There's okay. Um, tons of drama around your team. Drama. Tons of drama. Like 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 in the, um. We'll get to it. Did you see um, Josh's interview with uh, uh, Pedro? Uh, a little bit of it. Okay. I saw a bit of it. Could, could you have a first place team without drama? Could you have, can there be great? I don't, I, I personally don't think there can be. There can't be, there's going to be high tensions around cars that are revving high with a lot of horsepower. Yeah. I mean, it's rods being thrown, it, wheels coming off, yeah, right? It, it, it's, it's full throttle people. It's what sports is like if you can't get through those things, if you can't pull for each other, despite the things that happen, like you're not going to be successful. And like, I almost feel like when it gets when the goals get bigger and when you go out there and 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 make those dreams harder than than what you've envisioned, it's going to get harder. They're going to sports is going to throw you curveballs. It's going to test you like if if it didn't happen, it everyone be winning you know like i i just all that yes there's drama yes there's stresses yes there it's all normal it happens to the greatest teams the ones that prevail or the winners or the legends or the kobe bryants or the michael jordans or the every every team has it everyone has it like so yeah there's there's stresses there's dramas there's pressures there's all all, all things um tell me something good about um uh britney about your teammate britney when you think of her and you think about that year, that year, tell me something good about her. She keeps her head down and works and listens to anything you can tell her to do. Uh, what about Josh? Tell me something good about Josh. What makes him a, a champion? Josh is competitive. Like no matter who it is, what it is, very competitive, and he'll bring everyone up with him. Um, that that can't poison the well. Being too competitive, even with his teammates, it does. But it. it not not like poisons it but it at times it you have to dial it down but it's good it's good that we have that because if we don't have somebody very competitive then i don't think the team would be as competitive you know so it has its pros and its cons and 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 devin kim tell me something great about devin kim what makes her loyal loyal friend like she'll fight with you till the end no matter what happens Damn, and and you, and you learned all of that. That's all on the job training. You don't know that stuff when you join with them. No, you don't. Yeah, that's all in the the past two years. I've been with them for sure. Um, is, is there a one percent chance the team stays together? No, there's a zero percent chance. Zero, zero, no chance. Yeah. Um, what about um? Uh, what if you just you left? And if you were to p- replace yourself, let's say, let's say, let's say Devin and Brittany and Josh were to stay together. If you were to replace yourself, is there anyone you would pr- replace yourself with that you can think of? Hmm. I no, I, I don't know who, but I know that anybody that would replace me would crush it on that team. They the, know the, how it works. They know how to manage it. Like they, they, 
they'd get that new person kind of in the swing of things for sure. You put all that effort into a team and you get one victory. Why not one more victory? Why not try one more time? Why not try to defend it? Um, I had the goal of winning the games on team and winning it individual. So yeah. I won it on team and now I'm going to try individual. Crazy. And, and is, is, are you headed to mayhem? I'm hearing tons of chatter about you headed to mayhem. Yeah, I'm headed to mayhem. Is that known? Is that like, have you, have you, have you talked openly about that? Um, no, actually this is the first time. Well, I I've talked with coaches and, and friends and, and family, but this is the first time uh, that people will be hearing it. And, and why there? Why why go to uh, there? Why not? Yeah, so You're, you've I, had so much success in Invictus. Why not stay there? Yeah, so I had different different options. Obviously, I could stay at Invictus. Uh, I love Invictus. I wouldn't be where I'm at without them. Um, and it, it's kind of crazy because I it was t- like it's been tough for me to have that conversation with them because they're they're just they've always been in my corner and it's obviously like it's it's switching camps right like it's. So it was very hard for me to have it, but after having it with CJ, with Tino, with Holden, with Karen, like at the end of the day, they want what's best for me. And, and I can genuinely feel that they, their support, like they, they're not upset. They, they really want me to succeed. And so, yeah, I just like, it's been great having that support. Um, and so mayhem, like I went last year for two weeks and I got to train with them and just kind of see what they're doing and stuff. And, and Rich has been a good friend to me. Uh, so has Facundo and all the people at Mayhem. And they've just been very supportive over the last year. Um, and I don't know. I just really enjoy training there. Like, I know Cookville's a small town. Um, but I just want to go focus, train. I want to put all my eggs in one basket. Um, they crush it on the individual side. Uh, they have great coaches, great support system. Um, yeah, they're just a good camp and stuff. Like I had different options, but I just, uh, it'd be hard to pass something like that up, you know? Um, this question may not even, uh, uh, be appropriate. So, um, feel free to shove it away and give me a different paradigm of thought. How much of it is that you're looking for a new environment to be invigorated by? Meaning, you know, like your, your first day of, as a freshman in high school, yeah. And it's so exciting. Then by your last day, it's over. And then by your first day, your sophomore year in high school, you're all excited again. Yeah. New teacher, new kids. You're sitting next to someone yeah, yeah. new that it's not even you're just looking for a shift in environment. And really, it has nothing to do with Invictus so Vaughn, or that, Mayhem. That's, that's a great question. That's honestly like one of the best questions you've asked. Um, I mean, you ask great questions, but thank you. Thank you. Careful. Um, careful. You're on you're on shaky ground. Yeah. Uh, well, you've asked me great questions. Good. So, All right, good. Better. Better. Uh, yeah. So I've I've talked on that exact point with my coaches, and 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 I've told them that despite me winning the CrossFit Games, despite the clients I've built here in San Diego, everything I've built, I f- I still feel stagnant in my life outside of CrossFit, and it's because of that reason. I've lived here in San Diego for going or going on seven years now. Um, so I'm seeing the same things. I'm doing the same drive. And so mentally, I'm just kind of like going through this, like kind of wheel over and over again. And, and when I did go out to mayhem two weeks, it was kind of refreshing and like seeing new faces and just new training styles. Um, so yeah, that had played a huge role in my decision. Like, Hey, you know what? Like 
I don't want to close this door in San Diego. Like I love these people so much. Everyone in the gym, all the athletes, the coaches and stuff. I want to try something new. I want to open up new doors. Like if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. I'll come back. I can go back home to Texas, whatever it is. Like, yes, like I do want to get things going again and reset and just new, new opportunities, new open doors, new people, stuff like that. Uh, it, it's kind of like when, um, if, if I, uh, if I, when I go somewhere new, the first thing I like, like significantly new, the first thing I notice is the different birds. Right. But if you go to Dubai, the first thing you notice is like the different cars. Like yeah. you've, you've never been somewhere where every car in the hotel is a fucking McLaren, a Ferrari and a Lamborghini. And there's 75 right. of them because your previous three years, you only seen one on the street. But then after a while, it does get like after you've been in Dubai a week, you're like, yeah, like you stop turning your head to look at every Lamborghini. Right. Yeah. But but when I am somewhere where there's new birds, I don't stop staring at the new birds. Like if you ever been to Idaho and you start seeing bald eagles, you're like, holy shit, this does not get old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wonder what that's going to be. I wonder what that's going to be like there. New people, new new training environment, big names. I wonder how long that stimulus – I guess it forces you to turn everything up a little bit. Your eyes, your ears, everything gets kind of just turned up a little bit, right? Yeah. And you're, hope, and you're hoping um, – and you're hoping it brings the best out of you. Yeah. I mean that's my goal. Like with going there, like it's not just about – CrossFit like I want to go there I want to grow I want to learn I want to I've when I started CrossFit I went to Invictus and that's all I've known that's all I've done I haven't stepped foot anywhere else besides the two weeks that I went to Mayhem Mm. like this is all going to be new I don't know if it's the right answer I don't know I just like I I, I'm opening up new doors I'm going to grow I'm going to learn something there's like I'm whether it's good bad whatever it is I'm going to learn and that's what position I want to put myself in uh, Dean, uh, thank you. I like money. Uh, Jay Hartle, uh, the Armenian, uh, you still haven't rested enough. Those take forever. I guess he's referring to the hamstring. Do they take forever? Yeah, he's, he's a hundred percent right. I, I haven't given it the time it needs. Um, yes, you have to just stay off of it. Heal everything in CrossFit is pretty much hinging the whole time you're using the, the hamstring. Uh, it's just, t- it's tough for me. I got done with the games and I, re- I was like, Hey, you know what? I'm going to turn this on. I'm gonna go individual tried the rogue invitational didn't make that like i have dubai in december it's hard for me to stop i've just i've never done it i've 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 had a broken leg i've played football through i tore my ucl college baseball i kept pitching through it like i always take those approaches i know as i'm getting older it's it's making it harder like i'm starting to call my parents and just be like hey you know what? like my body's really feeling it right now i don't know what's going on but um, yeah, he's right. Like I need to take that time off because it, it's just been nagging and nagging for the last five, five, six months. Uh, Dan, uh, from a fellow Del Rio native, do you think either football or baseball helped you more with CrossFit training? Which one do you think, uh, helped you more? I think first off, that's awesome. Del Rio, small town watching this, but, um, both, both for sh- physically football, uh, lifting weights and all that stuff, uh, on the, mentally baseball side you have to take things calm things down slow things down mentally um but overall both with leading my team um i was a star quarterback in high school captain of the team and i managed that many people in the football team and then baseball i was a star pitcher and i managed that side and it just helped me like i said mediate from coach to athlete um so yeah both uh which is interesting because jackie says uh 
the way Jorge speaks shows that he is a uh, natural leader. That means a lot. Thank you. Does anyone call you George? Yes, George, Jorge, both. Who calls you George? Um, I don't know. I don't really pay attention to it anymore. It's just okay. I, anytime it happens, I kind of just turn, and if it's me, I, I say hello. <laughs> uh, Cave Dastro, uh, this dude knows how to get Sevi throbbing. I don't take that how you want. Yeah. Uh, take that how you want, Jorge. I, I cannot confirm or deny that I am uh, <laughs> uh, uh, throbbing. As long as you're happy. Are you happy talking to me? Dude, I'm so happy. Okay. Um, this is uh, – I, I saw this picture yesterday. This is the first time I met you. Um, this was cool. Let's see. This is uh, – you and Devin came out to uh, the Castro Ranch at Aromas. Yeah, that was awesome. What, what were you guys doing there again? Uh, I was training for Rogue, and I had reached out to Dave and asked him if I could just – if the team could come. Uh, our other two teammates had some things to do, but Devin and I ended up going, and it was it was, it was one of the memories I'll hold forever. That was awesome. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I mean, Devin's, like, friends with them, like, probably probably close friends with them, but you're the one who reached out? Yeah, so I reached out, and she's like, oh, yeah, I know, Dave. Like, heck, yeah, I'll come. And then we get there, and they're, like, best friends. I'm like, cool. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, crazy. A good experience. You glad you did that? Heck yeah. Like I, I always text Dave and I'm sure he gets annoyed about it, but I just I'm like, hey, I want to come to the ranch this year. Can I come? And he's always like, Yeah, so the door's open. Um, I haven't found the time to do it, but yes, it's by far one of the, the best memories I have in CrossFit to get to do that. Um, Omar uh, Conejo, is Jorge Puro Pasai or no sabo kid? What I don't even know what that is. What is that some Mexican shit? Yeah, I mean, it's just saying, like, if I know Spanish or not. Or... Oh, oh, oh. Claro que si, si se español. Wow, yeah, take that. Look at Omar, <laughs> thought he was going to fucking uh, pin you. Um, what, what, it, when you say you're going to Mayhem, do you move there? Does it become home for you? Yeah, so I'll be uh, I'll be leaving in December after Dubai. Um, and I'm going to just take it slow. Like, I'll get a, a place maybe six months, see how it is, and just kind of go from there. But, yeah, I'll be... I'll be moving some stuff over there. I'm hoping to get this place rented out by one of my friends that I know that's not in CrossFit to just kind of hold this the, the place and just kind of see. Because I, I still want to see some of my clients out here. I, I've been or become best friends with some of them. So it'd be cool to just kind of bounce back and stuff. But that'll that'll be home base for sure for six to eight months and see where it goes from there. Uh, clients for what? What do you do? What do you? Uh, I'm a personal trainer. Okay. And do you do that at Invictus? No, no, no. I do it outside. Um, have you ever not been a personal trainer? When I talked to you, you originally got into personal training. Have you always had a client like for the last five years, 10 years? No. So this year, I completely stopped working to make the goal of winning happen. So I just didn't work. I just trained. Wow. Crazy. Okay. And, and, then, and then these new clients that you have, when did you pick them up? Just right after the games? Right after the games, yeah. Do people reach out to you or did you reach out to them and say, hey, I have free time or both? Uh, it's both. Yeah. But so the thing with my clients is like, even though I took the year off, I still have some of the same ones from from before this this year. Um, but they understand like that. That's why if I've become more friends with them, because they've always supported my CrossFit career and they know what I'm doing and, and I help them in certain ways. Like so it, it's it's I don't know. My clients are awesome. Jorge, why didn't you make Rogue? What happened? Uh, I just didn't do well. Um, I I think 
it so it was really hard for me to mentally push coming off of games so like like I don't usually shut off after games I go into training the very next day and I've done that the last three years but after those games I completely shut down I think because we won I was just like hey you know what you need your rest turn it off and so I just turned it off for like a week and then I tried to come back for the Rogue Invitational and it wasn't that the workouts were heavy or really hard or strenuous on my body it was just very mental and I knew like going into it you had to to make it you had to push as hard as you can you're gonna have to redo the workouts two or three times like it was more of a grind and I just didn't have that grind coming off of games like I I just didn't have the push in me um and so yeah I just I didn't end up making it which is because I I love that that competition it's it's an awesome one do you think that it's a blessing in disguise you didn't make it to give you your hamstring a rest? A hundred percent. Like I hate to admit it, but yes, yeah, it's one hundred percent is. Um, so it's more of a positive in your mind than a negative. Are you being hard on yourself for not making it? Um, I think no. It's okay. So yeah, it's it's a positive. Like yeah, at first I, I, it wasn't <clears> that I was hard on myself. I was just kind of like sad because I like I really do love that event. Um, and it's back home. All my family goes. They wanted to come watch and stuff. Uh, but I, I've just, I know, I understand. Like, it's all a process. Like, right now, it's, I just have to be resting my hamstring. Gotcha. How, how often do you go into Invictus? Uh, right now, I haven't been going just because I've been working a lot more and um, I've been staying off my hamstring. Uh, I'll jump in here and there to different gyms and stuff, just kind of get things going. Like I know if I go in there, like I'm going to want to jump in and, and go oh, crazy on the workouts and stuff. And right now it's just not the time to do that. Uh, are you doing any bodybuilding, any just chill stuff like bench yeah. press, pressing, yeah. lap, pull down, just like stuff to, to just get the blood flowing. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely doing all that stuff. I am doing, certain things that that don't require hamstring so i'm I'm still working out like like what what do you do with your legs if you're resting your hamstring um honestly like i've been jogging and stuff i know that's not good <laughs> full-on sprinting or i like, like what you call it jogging yeah i'm doing like single leg stuff just trying to like i'm still using it i'm just not going crazy with it um there was uh, the the big the big talk about your team was is that some and I think it was I think uh, I heard it somewhere before I heard it on coffee pods and wads but I had heard it two different versions I had heard that at some point during the season you had asked Devin basically sat Devin down and been like hey you might not be the right fit for this team I, and and then I don't know if Danny Spiegel's name was thrown out then but then the way I heard it on Pedro's podcast was is that. He said it wasn't you. It was Josh that said it to her. That Josh said, "Hey, you might not be the right fit for this team. Um, Danny might be uh, the fit." Can you tell us that story? What happened? And was that a fucking hard talk? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So Josh did end up saying something like that, and it's just so throughout the season we all had our certain deals, whether it's personal, whatever it is. Like, but I think what towards the end of the season. How close was that to the games that that talk happened? Mm, I would say like a week and a half before. You could switch. That's that. You could switch then. So that's that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can before. I think it's just okay. So 
hey, isn't it too late for Josh to have that talk to her? Like, part of me, I'm I'm torn because part of me is like the way it's always been presented to me was is that hey, that was a dick move that they did that to her. But another part of me is is like, no, it's not a dick move. If she needs to talk, she needs to talk. But then on the other hand, I'm like, ooh, week before. Now you're saying it's a week before. I'm like, well, is that too late? Did, did he really mean it? Sorry, tell me the story, and then I'll pepper so you, you with so questions. You see Sorry. all those the, all those emotions you're going through. Yeah, the emotions yeah. we all had. Yeah, like as yeah. a team, all four of yeah. us, we all had those leading up to the games, and it's the pressure, it's the stresses, it's the anxiety, it's us freaking out, us. What do we do? It's so at the time I'm dealing with my hamstring. Emotions are high. Games are coming up. Emotions are high. Yeah, why not De- get rid of you? Why get rid of Devin? One hundred percent. I'm just like sure. fuck George. <laughs> yes, uh, Devin. Devin had her personal things. Going when I on. like you, I call you Jorge. By the way, I just noticed. When I don't like you, I call you George. So there you go. I just gave you my tell. <laughs> fuck George. <laughs> That's funny. No, but um. So yeah, De- she, Devin had her personal things going on. I think throughout this season, me, Britt, and Josh applied a lot of pressure. Like. R was R. So Devin works like this. Devin could not train for the entire year, show up to the games and freaking absolutely crush it. Like she's just a natural born athlete. She she's awesome. Right. She doesn't have to train. And so I think throughout the whole season, us three applied so much pressure because we're like, Devin, you need to get here and train. You need to do this, this and this. And I always go back to the thought of uh, like Dennis Rodman. He'd go out, he'd party, he'd do, and I'm not saying Devin's partying and all that stuff, but he'd go party, stuff like that. Before the championship game, he'd come, he'd, he'd, he'd crush it, right? Whereas Jordan was more of like, hey, I'm going to do things this way. I need to go to my hotel room, go to sleep, whatever, boom, and he'd compete. You know, different people work their different ways, and I think this year we applied a lot of pressure on Devin that we didn't have to. And so towards the end of the season, it just got – to be too much pressure with us barking in her ear like hey come on you need to uh, like you need to step it up was it literally she wasn't showing up or you no no she was showing up she always showed up and so it's just like it made it hard for her like which in any way let's say you're on my team I'm like savon you need to get hurry up come on let's go and you're hearing that from three of your teammates and you kind of back yourself in a corner and you're like, hey, yeah, wait. yeah, I would contract. I would contract. You start, you start to resent us, right? It would hurt my self-esteem instead of help me. Yeah, I would, exactly. I would go inward instead of instead of. Yeah. Yeah. And so the, the thing about that was I was so occupied with my hamstring that I didn't take a step back and understand it from her point of view. I didn't say, hey, you know what? What is Devin going through? And so I could have been like, hey, guys, let's stop let her do her thing like she's gonna come out compete and so i think that's what it kind of felt like towards the we were getting towards games and and she just kind of was like hey you know what like you guys need to stop she started resenting us she started like hey you know what i'm not gonna come in today just because i don't want to deal with this which she has every right to um and so that's kind of then josh turns it on he's like hey you're not showing up we need to get danny in here and and it's it, it's it's all normal things. I just look back in it, and I, I it, my biggest regret was not like stopping and understanding. Like, dang, all three of us are applying way too much pressure. She's just she's twenty one. Like, she she's start like she's figuring things out in her life outside. She's of only twenty one. Devin Kim's only twenty one. Yeah, only twenty one. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and so that that's kind of like that's honestly what happened all season was just like the we applied way too much pressure she started to resent that which she has every right to 
Um, and then, yeah, we had the, the Josh had that conversation with her and we were just freaking like, it was just a game. Does he talk to you before he has that conversation with you guys? Uh, yeah. I mean, like, some, does yeah. he say, Hey, I'm going to have that talk with you. And you guys are like, okay, go ahead. Or you guys are like, Ooh, we better not both. Okay. We're, we're obviously like in that moment, we're like, yes, because she, she can't handle the, the, like she can't, you know, but we're just freaking out. Like it's not, it's, it's nothing like that. Like I, and I love Devin for this, like with the amount of pressure we applied on her, like, she came out and she dominated the games. We wouldn't have won without her. Like, and that, that's why I, I, when, every time I talk to her now, I I'm literally like, thank you for sticking with us. Obviously with Josh and Britt, I'm like, thank you guys for the amount of focus you guys provided. Like they showed up every single day, did whatever it was on the program or whatever I said, whatever it was. And like, I'm just thankful for both sides because it could have easily gone sour after that i don't it was just so, crazy. so did he did did josh pull her aside and it was just a one-on-one -on -one conversation he just had like he's like hey Devin, i need to talk to you or was it just like across the gym fuck you bitch we're getting danny <laughs> you know what i mean i mean no, no it wasn't like that oh not at all no i'm sure oh. so honestly i because that's how you and josh would have had it like if josh would have gotten rid said ted oh, talk, you sure. fuck yeah, you yeah. or hey we're getting blah 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 <laughs> He has and i'm like hey dude he's like no i'm not doing that like yeah no for sure but no no i think it was a side conversation whatever it was like but yeah was it do you know how serious it was was it like hey can we go get a cup of coffee there's something i want to say to you was it like do you know i honestly don't know okay I, I'm, I'm wondering how you have that conversation with someone a week before it, it, there's a kind of a little piece of it like um your wife's pregnant and and you and you're leaving her kind of shit. It's it's just intense, right? A week before, oh, it's yeah. fucking crazy. It's intense, and the, a lot goes into it. Like I said, she's young. Like she's got a lot going on outside of CrossFit. She works. She has school, family. Like, and and me, Britt, and Josh quit our jobs. Like we're just training, you know. Right. So like, imagine the pressure from us three. Like, hey, come on. Like, yeah, you're gonna shut down. Like. Why didn't why didn't she what how about going the other way? Let's look at it just this way a second. Why didn't she show more commitment? Why didn't she like maybe quit her job or or kind of step in line with maybe with what you guys wanted, the behaviors you wanted to see? But I mean those are she has other priorities. Like she, she we knew that going at the so we had that conversation at the beginning and we said, "Hey, you know what? Like we're going to do this. The, this is the cards we're dealt. Well, I quit my job, Josh, whatever it is, Devin, these are your, okay, we'll manage that. Like we all came forward with what we had. Um, so, so, so you're, you're taking full responsibility for it. She didn't surprise you. You're, you're saying that she held her end of the bargain and you guys fucking wanted more from her. Exactly. Yeah. We just, yeah, we apply. I mean, yes. Yeah. We applied a, too much pressure on her. I would say. And no, you knew it going in. You guys, you, 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 you or El Chama or you guys fucked up by putting too much pressure on her. Yeah. But in, but it's really, it's really hard to say you guys fucked up because you guys won. And maybe that what Josh said to her is what got the best of her. It could, it could go either way. Like, was I, that the best Devin Kim you ever saw in your life? Like at the games where you're like, what the fuck? This is incredible. Honestly. It goes both ways. I could be like, yes, like she crushed it, but then it's like, dude, that's that's Devin. Like that's what she does in competition at the games. Like you know, like, she shows up. She shows up. She showed up. Yeah, 
but like the that's that's the thing is you can go back and forth on what if Josh didn't say this? What if Josh didn't say that? What if Devin did this? What if Jorge did that? What? If, it doesn't matter. Like what mattered is at the end of the day, despite whatever happened, we came together, we focused, and that's what makes the great teams. You can go back and say the Michael Jordan team on this year or the LeBron team on this year or whatever, like the COVID year, whatever. There's always things. You guys won. It doesn't matter. Yeah. If you get through it, like you get through it. That's that's the name of the game. And yes, there's dramas, there's stress, there's this, there's that, but. How how close did did anyone talk to Spiegel? How close was she to coming on the team? How close was that? Mm, I honestly, I maybe I think maybe they might have. Would she have know. done it? I just what was that. Would she have done it? No idea. I think I think maybe. If I don't know, I don't know. We didn't get what that if, far into it. Like we didn't get into like. What does Devin say when she says that? Fuck you! I'm not leaving. You leave. What does she say? Do you know what her response was? No, I think she just kept her head down and just kept going. Man, what a wild ride. When, when, so um, I got a chance, thank God, when I was doing the behind the scenes. Early on, I saw you guys, and you were the only team that I spent time with. And so every day I would spend a little bit of time with you. I, You guys seem so close. There wasn't an inkling of this drama in your group not even a tiny bit exactly i mean that that's what i'm saying is like you can go back to last year it had its own drama <clears throat> own stresses you can go back a year from that like it didn't matter at the end of the day we were gonna pull for each other you saw that you saw yeah there was zero drama like we we that's what made us great this year was just we understood it's just talk. It's just anxieties. It's just stresses. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, if we execute and we come together, we're going to win. Uh, Barry McCockiner, I'm glad George is humble. Barry, come on, dude. Be cool. Be cool. Be cool. Be cool, buddy. Be cool. Be cool. Be cool. Let me see if anyone else is giving me any money here. I need to collect some money. Money. Um. <laughs> Um, do you guys have a um, uh, don't tell me what to do, Kelly? Don't don't tell me what to do. No, no I am moving on. There's a good sub clip here. How close? Look, can you see the sub clip already? How close was Danny to coming on the Invictus team? Uh, see I see it already. Yeah, three three hundred and fifty bucks. Thank you, Jorge. That, that's gonna <laughs> YouTube's gonna reward me nicely for that. Um, how do you guys have a debrief afterwards? The four of you, like, is there does everyone get closure? You think? Do you think everyone, um, uh, you, Brittany, Josh, and Devin, have closure? Um, honestly, no. I don't think we haven't. We haven't had a team talk or like kind of talk back on season. Yes, we talk. Like cry it out or anything? No, you guys haven't. Yeah, we didn't. I wish we. Yeah, I wish we did that right after games. Kind of like went out together, but we all had our like separate like family. My mom was in town, stuff like that. We all kind of went our separate ways. But no, we haven't had like the. Which that thanks for reminding me because I'm probably reach out to my team right now and just be like, hey, you know what? Like, let's all just get together for dinner and talk about what went on and stuff. Like, that would be good. Um, there was never peace at CrossFit HQ during the meteoric rise. What was that? There was there was never peace at HQ. Oh, really? During the meteoric rise from 300 gyms to 15,000 gyms, the fastest growing chain. There was never peace, dude. Dude, it was fucking war. 
That, that, <laughs> <laughs> there was never peace, dude. And I'm sure, I'm sure. But look what it's created. People like, got their heads chopped off just while I would be sharpening my sword. I'd accidentally <laughs> chop someone's fucking head off. Dude, it was crazy. That's funny. So, like, I feel you. I feel you. Like, yeah. I'm, I ain't hating. And I, I, like, that's what I'm saying is, like, people are going to interpret things different ways. And, yes, they're, they're going to try to paint pictures towards somebody, whatever it is. But it happens everywhere. It happens to the best teams. But I'm glad we got to show that no matter what happened, like, we came together, we won. And we, despite, like, saying, yes, we won, we finished our goal, all four of our goals, is to win the CrossFit Games together. And that's what yeah. we did. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's really nuts you that going into the last day did you did you know you had it could you start did you accidentally start celebrating a honestly my thought i didn't care i i said i don't care we're taking every rep every event it doesn't matter if we're up we're down it, we're it we're taking this event we're taking this rep uh, um i i had um uh uh bryce smith on the show uh-huh and then Andrew Hiller took that podcast and chopped it up into something that was pretty wild. Got did you do you did you follow that drama at all? No, I try to stay away from all the drama. I don't really. Okay, okay. I, I just want I just want to make sure Bryce is okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't follow any of the drama stuff. So. Okay. Okay. Good. All right. Good. See, there we go. Now, are you guys happy? People in the comments are like asking him about Bryce. It was it was a very it was a very intense. Uh, very it. intense. Very intense. Um, Bubs Naturals. Yes. Um, they got you in. First of all, what is Bubs? I um I know that they sponsor um uh yeah it's a supp supplement company so they have collagen electrolytes. Uh, What's the stuff that you put in your coffee? That's the stuff I'm interested in. And they got you into a baseball game. Tell me this whole this whole thing. Yeah. Um, so yes, they got us linked up with the Padres. Um, they got our team to throw the first pitch, which was awesome. Our sponsor, Lexi, she's, she's great. Everything they're doing at Bubs is awesome. Um, but so yeah, they had us do the Padres, the first pitch. And then, so the ones that are sponsored are, are Britt and I were both sponsored by Bubs. Um, and so they had us do this event here where it's, we swam a one mile swim and then you got out, you do a hundred pushups, 22 pull-ups. And then you do a 2.3 mile swim across the bay, and then you do 100 push-ups, 100 pull-ups, and it's for fallen Navy SEALs and stuff. And it was a great by the Honor Foundation. Um, so yeah, they got us into that, which was an awesome experience. So someone there calls you from Bubs or your manager or something. And they're like, "Hey, do you want to go to the Padres game and throw out the first pitch?" Yes. Uh huh. And are you are you ecstatic? Heck yeah! Like um, that was so before this goal my my all-time goal which i always wanted was to throw for a major league team like i want to be a pitcher for a major league team that was my number one goal and i kind of posted this one thing on instagram where i was like although it didn't take me the route i wanted where i was a professional pitcher i got to throw a pitch wearing a major league jersey like that's it's a weird route, but I was able to do it in my lifetime. So it was a, a, a crazy experience. Is, is it 60 feet from the uh, pitcher's mound to the uh, home plate? Yeah, but we cu got cut off. So we went like half. Um, I, um, I want to show you something you probably can't see on your phone. I've shown it on the show before, but I'm going to get so much hate for this. <laughs> Let me show you. I, I don't know if you're going to be able to see this on your phone. You got a, you got a, you got the big phone or the little phone? 
The little phone. Oh. This is uh this is in my backyard. One of my friends told me that I couldn't throw a baseball. I don't ever throw a baseball. Told me I couldn't throw a baseball from 60 feet away and hit a bucket. I'm like, are you kidding me? I could fucking <laughs> I'm a fucking amazing. I can throw I have focus beyond any human being ever. Like that's awesome. I can throw a piece of paper into a trash can at a five guys from any from in the bathroom with the door closed. I mean, <laughs> like so so I just I had this bucket of balls. This uh-huh. you know. And uh, and I just went out in the backyard, just in my long johns, you know, and I walked uh and I walked uh, twenty three paces. There you go. Yeah, that's so awesome. And first, first throw, Jorge, first throw, just like a fucking G. I want let me know. And people are like, "Oh, you impress yourself so easy." I'm like, "What are you talking about? No warm up. Now I know <laughs> it's a gentle throw. I know it's a gentle throw. Thank you. Oh, that a." Hey. That's good. Thank you. No, no warm up. Hadn't thrown a baseball. I don't know if it's one year or four years. Yeah. For people, for people who don't throw a baseball and watch that video and judge it, go try to throw baseball. Yeah. That's thank good. You. Yeah, that's good. And people are like, why'd you throw it like a bitch? I could throw my shoulder out too. Like if I'd have thrown just a little bit harder, <laughs> I'd probably have, my shoulder be for hurt for the next till I die. They'd bury me with an injured shoulder. <laughs> Yeah, thank you, Daniel. Uh, didn't warm up, and I had a 60-mile-an-hour headwind. That's funny. Dude, you don't know how proud I am of that throw. That's actually a really good throw. Thank you. Thank you. See that? <coughs> Chase. <coughs> Chasing her. Yeah. Um, you'll, go to, you'll go to Mayhem. Is it really the goal to win the games? Yeah. It is. Um, I don't care how long it takes. I know it's going to take time, hard work and stuff, but yeah, that's my goal. Am I going to be interviewing you when you're uh, 50 and be like, and you're going to be like, see, I won it in the Masters. Still going. I'm still going. <laughs> I'm take it. I promise. <laughs> uh, you, you want an individual win? I do, yeah. Um, do, and you think you have it in you? I'm going to give it everything I got. Like, it's, I'm not moving to Mayhem just to move to Mayhem. I'm not doing these sacrifices and stuff. Like, it's a goal I have. I'm going to, like I said, it doesn't matter how long it takes. It could take five, 10 years. I could not make it, whatever. I'm going to keep trying and just, yeah. Um, any, do you think, do you think Roman um, is arguably the best CrossFitter in the world right now? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think he's really, really, really fit. Very strong. Very, yeah. Very focused. Yeah. I mean, he took he took second to Adler at the games and with that injury. So there's, you know, this obviously the speculation that we don't really know what could have happened if he wouldn't have been injured. Yeah, sports is sports. And when it's your time, it's your time. What about going there? Um, are, I mean, you're going to have a, the craziest measuring stick ever with him there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, do you have to prepare mentally for that? Like what? Like if you don't measure up to him in training, you still have to go to the games and, and compete against him. A hundred percent, yeah. Um, do, do, are you prepared for all that? Yeah, I mean, it's put the blinders on, work, and just keep my head down, learn things. Like I, I know how to manage this. I've done it all my life in sports. Like I know what I need to do. Um, so yeah. Look at this guy. Look at this. Uh, for some reason, I thought you put it in the bucket. That's what you were bragging about. Hitting the bucket is not hard. Oh, please. Mm-hmm. Oh, please. There's always one uh, one <laughs> hater in the group. You, 
you go there. You how how old are you, Jorge? Twenty eight, about to turn twenty nine. Okay, so you're you, in, and I think that's probably maybe a year younger than Roman too. So you're gonna be with your your peer group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. What about um uh being around um individuals? You, you've only done team. You've only done team sports, right? Yes. What um, what about getting along with those guys as individuals and them being your direct competitors, but being in the same training with them? Gonna be cool, chill. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. I'm like I'm. Yugi, Luke, Roman. Yeah. yeah, like when I was there for two. Tyler, weeks, freaking awesome dudes. Like, I am. I plan on being friends with them. Like, Samuel, learning. But at the end of the day, competing. When we compete, it's competition. Same as it would be with Josh and I. Every day we're competing in the gym. Like we turn those things on, and then after we're shaking hands. Like it's, it's, kind of managing both. You're blocking both out whatever it is like whatever you need to do but yeah like they're awesome guys out there like i'm excited to to be friends with them and stuff like that so uh, uh richie rich will you be chirping roman <laughs> no you talk you be talking some shit to roman when you're working out <laughs> finally some drama in the sport for crying out loud um hey I, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you letting me dig around. Uh, a, a, a lot of a great, um, uh, a lot of great responses to to a great year. Um, uh, congratulations on your success, on just everything, on your on your move to Mayhem, on your continued uh, great relationship with Invictus. You're killing it, dude. Thank you so much, Savon. It was great being on and stuff, and being able to talk about a lot of this stuff. Cool. All right, dude. Uh, you're always welcome on, and uh, and, and and we'll be bugging you again uh, soon. Hey, you still have to send me a shirt, by the way. Oh, I never sent you a shirt. Will you so, say, will you, ta- will you text me your address again? That yeah. sucks. Oh, you're good. No, I worries. suck. You'll text me your address. Yeah, I'll text you. Okay. All right, brother. Bye. Bye. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Jorge uh, Fernandez, CrossFit. Uh, mayhem athlete former Invictus athlete Mm-mm-mm. Joe Nels episode 4 holy shit Joe Nels where is he Joe Nels Joe Nels Joe Nels Joe Nels goes to Dick's for lunch oh shit I'm telling you, this is going. I dropped the ball. What? What are you talking about? How did I drop the ball? Jorge's a good dude. Tell me. Talk to me, Judy. Talk to me. My goal is in life is to. Uh, oh, I dropped the ball on the CEO shirt. I know. That's a douche move. Especially because I really like him and I'd love to see him in a CEO shirt. Hey, um, this uh, 30 for 30, uh, Joe Nell's episode four. With oh, God. Creamy, buttery, beautiful shot with a nice bouquet. But more importantly, look how short the video is. Two minutes and 30 seconds. Holy shit, dude. This guy's got 174 subscribers now. Cannot believe it. Uh, Breaking news on the Sevon podcast. Yes, I dropped the ball. I'm going to send him a bunch of shirts. Uh, Blade Walker, uh, he said, give me my shirt, biatch. I should send, I need to send you a shirt too. Blade, do we have you scheduled? Um, 
I'm going to tell you the story really quick, Clock, and then I'm going to watch this Joe Nell's video live on the air and hope he doesn't report me. Okay, here we go. Listen. Maybe I could even um, send Joe a link, and he'll come on. Let's watch this video, and then and then I'll have some questions for him, and I'll send him a link. Yeah, actually, that's a great idea. Let me see if I have that dude's. Let me see if I have that dude's number. Um, Jorge Fernandez. Copy the link from there. And then I'm going to see if Joe can come on. Joe, Wisconsin. Joe Kenosha. Uh, can you come on in 10? Can you come on? Now? For 15 minutes? Okay, 14, 15 minutes. 15 minutes? Okay. Um, listen, clock, it was like this. I was riding the assault bike, and I looked up, and I saw that, that basket full of baseballs. And I had this echo in my head about basically chase. I was telling the guys on my thread that I fucking have the craziest focused ever. Like I could fucking, I could spot a tick from 500 yards. I can, I can just, I know how to fucking focus and block out the whole entire world. Unless I'm in pain, then I'm a little pussy. But so I, I saw it and, and they were making fun of me, telling me that there's no fucking way I can do it. And I had done the tennis ball one just, you know, a few days before people were ripping on me and that was a fucked up throw because i was throwing into a garage with through a tunnel of grapevines on a ramp that was higher i was throwing down it was fucked up but but no excuses i can focus so i saw that and i'm like oh i saw a home depot bucket in the backyard too so and that's exactly what chase said he goes you couldn't hit a home depot bucket from 60 feet so i grabbed that basket of balls and i and i and i uh uh yeah i can spot a tit from 500 yards Totally. Thank you. And I, and I went to the backyard and I know my pace is three feet and I tried to take long paces and I, and I put the bucket down and I walked over there and, and I grabbed, that was the first ball. I was it just sweaty. The only warm up I did was I rode the assault bike for probably 10 minutes. Bam. Let me tell you, you cannot do that clock. You don't need, you can't, you can't do it. So don't tell me, Hey, I'll go out there and put it in the bucket. If you want, want me to do that? I'll do that today. First, first shot. I'll put it in the bucket. You want me to do that? Capable of fucking anything when it comes to throwing. And I, and I can throw anything. It doesn't have to be a ball. I can throw a frisbee, a football, fucking boomerang. These nuts. I can spit on anything. It's just focus. I just have crazy focus. I'm a fucking G. Okay, here we go. Here we go. It's really that easy. It's crazy. They're human beings like us. We, Those of you who don't know, Joe Nels is doing, uh, gonna, said he's going to get 30 clients in 30 days. Inspired by Don Fall uh, saying that he wants 30 million new people, CrossFitters. And inspired by Greg Glassman saying, hey, if you're walking around and you're not getting clients and you're not really a coach, you should be like spotting people that um, you uh, share your uh, – cure for the world's most vexing problem with he puts those two things together bam you get joe nels yet to walk out of a place without a lead um we've had rejections um but this, so far every store we've gone to we have walked out with a client in wadify in the system that if they show up they're ready to rock it's like pinky always asks what are we going to do today and the brain's like the same thing we do every day to take over the world you ready for this? 
Wow, street bar muscle up. Nice work, dude. I want to get someone here. Excuse me, sir. What do you what do you do for working out? What was that? You just doing some shopping on your lunch break? Yeah. Yeah. Nice man. So what do you uh, what do you do for working out? Uh, I go. We actually have a gym at work. Nice. So I could. Where do you work? Uline. Uline. Oh, yeah. sweet. Nice man. Have you heard of CrossFit? Oh shit! I, that yeah. guy works at Uline. I'm addicted to their catalog. Well, not anymore. I used to be. You guys know what Uline is? They sell like zip ties and boxes and god i'm such a dork i used to be addicted to that fucking catalog yeah? yeah what do you know about it not very much, not very much? Yeah. well it's just a blend right running kettlebell stuff med ball stuff yeah, barbell no, stuff like the, the yeah crazy thing, crazy like pull-up stuff, stuff. Yeah. yeah muscle ups yeah um so we're doing a promotion right now free okay. week okay come try it out no pressure literally on? like i could well if i was uncle rico i could hit a football with it uh highway 50 literally like a half mile down the road. Okay. What's the name of it? Cross of Kenosha. Cross of Kenosha. Okay. Super easy. Gotcha. Cool? Yeah, yeah. Thanks mornings, so afternoons. I would probably be an afternoon. Afternoon, guy. So we have 3 o'clock, 4.30 or 6. If you don't mind, if you just slap your information in the system, yeah. I can knock out that waiver ahead of time. All right. I think I got it all filled out correctly there. Hey, Mitch, Joe, great meeting yeah, you. I'll nice just shoot you a text on it up, Perfect. and we'll get you squared away. Awesome. Drop you, in. Man. Check us out. Mitch was super comfortable conversating that made it really easy um i initially thought he was going to be a little bit more dismissive because he first let out the gate that his gym has a free or his job and company that he works for has a free gym included so i wasn't super sure if he was going to kind of brush me off but he like seemed to kind of like settle into the conversation pretty well yeah oh it is the biggest employer in kenosha uline god i would love a uline sponsorship god uline is addicting god you know too huh gabe I don't know why. Even as a little kid, I liked that catalog. Another one. Yeah, Joe, another one. Hey, um, if that was a uh, Andrew Hiller video, you could have had that rapper. Well, who's the rapper? The big fat rapper goes another one, another one. You can you can cut that in there. Filing cabinets. Oh my God, you line. Um, Kevin M, uh, he looks jacked like, uh, that's like spotting a lower back tat at the bar. Oh shit. Damn. Yeah. That guy did look jacked. I would even say maybe he was on something. Thank you, Paulina. DJ Khalid. Yeah. Another one. I think Joe might be coming on. Um, <clears throat> we'll do a quick, um, let's see. Uh, give me three minutes and I'm there. Okay. What's well, Yeah. Okay. I told my wife. Yeah, hit the link. Hit the link. Here he comes. Holy shit. Hey, dude, once again, on a completely side note, uh, you should know this. Whoever is making these videos for him uh, had never made a video before in their life, and now they're filming and making all these videos, and the experience that this lady's getting by doing this is it's crazy. Look at she's made four videos in four days. Savage. She's killing it. Come on, Joe. Where the fuck are you? Let's do this. Let's do it. On your phone. You can be on your phone. On your phone is fine. I think I sent him the wrong link. Um, 
Yeah, you think? That guy, Dix, was juiced up? Maybe. He's fucking... He had a caboose. He had a serious caboose. Well, I got to call JR. That's a bad sign when JR calls during the show. Bye. Someone told me that the, I just got a, a text from someone. He says, I'm at a public school computer right now, and you can't watch the Sevon podcast. It's blocked. Oh, that's bull- yeah. that's yeah. bullshit. Hey. What's going on? What's up, dude? Much. Thanks for the short notice. Are you at the gym? No, I'm not in my home office. Oh, dang, dude. Four videos, four days. Yeah, dude, it's going so good. Uh, totally off subject here, but how is she doing that? Is is what's the girl's name who's making these for you? Yes. Jess. Just brute force and determination. It is crazy. <clears throat> on top of uh, the content like this, it's awesome. Yeah, um, making a video every single day is really, really hard. It is. Um, where did you find her? She's been a part of our gym for. Over two years, um, she's just one of those people that are really ambitious and excited to take on like new responsibilities and roles. Um, she actually was the person that gave us a nudge to jump into a CrossFit Kids program, and she runs our social media. Uh, and she's done so well with that stuff itself. It was like it was a no brainer that if anyone's going to step up to the plate and find a way to adapt and learn and and go, it was her. Does she have kids? Three kids. How many? Three. Um, do you think she's going to make it 30 days? Wow. Crazy, dude. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, did you, did you, um, have you d- done today's video yet? Have you guys gone out yet? Uh, not yet. She'll be here around or shooting for noon. Um, uh-huh. we're finishing up yesterday. Uh, we were at another member's event. Uh, it was a, um, doggy, a puppy adoption event. We got some really good content, uh, and some good stuff on that. So we're going to meet around uh, like 11.30 noon and go over just that episode to see if we can get that one out. Um, we're going to do kind of like a week recap, another shorty, just kind of highlighting the week uh, and how it went. Uh, and then we are going to potentially hit Walmart today and get, uh, yeah, people of Walmart. Uline is headquartered in your town? They are. I think they started maybe in Waukegan in- <clears throat> Um, I just lost your audio. Yeah, you keep cutting in and out. I think maybe something's wrong with your phone. I'm blaming you. That's fine. I'll take it. Who Who is the owner of Uline? Until 1980, uh, oh, Liz, the guy's name was Uline. Liz and Dick Uline. God, wouldn't it be awesome to get them in your gym? They're, I mean, we have easily four members from Uline already. Um, when I was talking to Mitch and Dix, like I was rattling off member after member after member, um, but they're huge. Like when I started, when I first got out of college, I did an interview there. Um, role wasn't, wasn't something I was interested in at the time, but I think they maybe, I think they did like maybe like 1.8 billion in revenue back then. And I want to say they did 10 or 11, uh, like a couple years back and they might've hit 20 billion in revenue like this year. It's their growth. Is crazy. They're building like million square foot warehouses everywhere around here. 
God, their their uh their catalog is so fun to just look through and buy shit you don't need. Yeah, not fun if you have a small mailbox. Right. I, uh, I like I just I just typed in Uline into Amazon and the first little picture that they show, like I want like why do I want a pallet jack? I don't got anything to move around, but I want a pallet jack. Yeah, no, it's it is crazy how much they move. And they don't make anything, right? So they make like everything is stuff that they will just basically sell on demand for other people. They're just they're just guaranteeing like same day or next day delivery. So they're not manufacturing anything. It's a beautiful business model. They kind of remind me of Rogue, except except you're right. Rogue does make shit, but but kind of like their whole website and like how they're in a niche. Um, how many days out do you have planned for projects? Where you're going? Like, where are you going? Where are you going today? Today's Walmart. Um, we're not super far out in ways we schedule where we're going. Um, I'm trying to have some of it still be organic. Is like, hey, I need to stop here and get this, um, so it still feels like it's familiar and repeatable as to that um as we're kind of checking the boxes on places that we've gone and had success or places that we've been kicked out of um <clears throat> that you know we'll then start to narrow down where we're going to go next uh, i think we have a pretty good wrangle on the rest of the week but yeah how about um uh i'm just throwing ideas out there um fast food franchise week monday mcdonald's tuesday burger king wednesday wendy's and like, and, and you just, you, and maybe you could even do a, a side hustle where you rate their hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's an option. I would love to not eat that. So maybe I'll uh, try to push Jess to be the, uh, the food critic in that one. And I'll just hustle the people. Uh, but yeah. I, I, I love, uh, fa- I love uh, fast food week. Okay. Um, any, what's the biggest surprise? What, um, what has anyone reached out to you yet? Has, have you got any, has anyone from HQ reached out to you yet? No one from HQ. I've okay. got, it's early. It's early though. I'm not, I'm not, it's early. They will. I know they're going to. Craig Howard, right. He shared our stuff and like has sent really good stuff. Like Craig Howard, you said, sorry, you broke up from, uh, CrossFit Diablo. You said, yeah, Craig Howard. So again, him reposting and sharing, what we're doing, like Craig has set the bar really high, you know, as affiliate owners. And that's super cool to see Craig supporting. I mean, Andrew coming up on last Wednesday and spending the whole day with us, um, capturing the feet on the ground side of it. And he got some incredible content of me running classes, um, seeing our affiliate. Um, Hiller competed at my affiliate three years ago. We used to run really big comps. And uh, he he took $1,000 of my money. Um, that, <laughs> oh, him seeing the changes in the affiliate three years later, like the first thing he walked in was like, Whoa. And that was what we talked about too, is like the last two years, I've really been working my ass off to really change gym, make it something I'm super proud of. There's something I want to showcase to everyone. Um, yeah. He, I mean, he actually told me yesterday, he goes, Hey dude, he has a really nice gym. He goes, it's like JR's gym. It's really nice. He goes, they, I really like both of their gyms. And I thought that was a cool bucket that he put both of you guys in with J.R. Howell because I know he takes his shit seriously. And I'm just sort of starting this relationship with you. So it's kind of cool that um, Hiller puts you in that bucket. Uh, it is. Does any part of you like um, uh, are you a religious guy? Like, wow, this this has got some crazy synergy. Like it like just I, I couldn't believe Hiller like, you know, Hiller's taking care of his fiance right now. And it's a, basically a full time gig. But his mother in law came over. And he just said, fuck it. He grabbed his shit and he goes, I'm going to go out and see if I can hang with uh, Joe. Yeah, dude, he's, and that's the beauty of it. Like, I wish more people knew Andrew in that capacity. 
Like he is such a genuine good human being. Like I understand what he's got to do for YouTube uh, and put out, you know, like edgy content, but man, is he a really giving good person? Yeah. I just, I just can't, I, I, I'm, I'm, I feel, um, uh, I feel like you're, you're uh, my Tyson Bajan. I would lump you in that same category. I feel like I, I have some ego and pride involved in that. Like, um, I'm, even though you're doing all the work that I saw you first, that like, I'm like, Oh shit, I see it up over the horizon. I see it, dude. You're going to kill it. If you make this 30 days, this series, this is tip of the iceberg shit for you, dude. 30 days is a guarantee. Like, a weekend, like I already see the fruits of the labor of the process, but yeah. like, like I've been saying, like, this isn't just about me and my affiliate. Yes. More revenue is a good thing um, for the affiliate. And yes, it's important for me to be able to, you know, hire a head coach uh, down the line when the time is right to be able to like, just be an owner and more of that mayor role and really support other things in the capacity of the affiliate. Um, but after or the third already, I, I can see how doable this is for everybody and how much of a resource this is going to be to give people the nudge because I've already felt the nudge from other people um, in their excitement. And that makes it easier every day to go out and do. Day five was way easier than day one. Um, but I'm already trying to think bigger of how we can measure this stuff. Um, there's a spreadsheet I'm making that I'm going to try to save the template of that we can give to affiliates that want to jump on board and give it a shot of how we can like track this in a really easy format that they can have more value out of it. I, I just hope that this catches fire because this is going to change my affiliate in my life. And this is, no one is excluded from it. Awesome, Joe. Hey, thanks for coming on. I know, I know I only gave you five minutes notice. I can't wait to uh, see t uh, today's tomorrow's all the, the new episodes and thanks for letting us share them here and steal your content for the podcast been a blast. I appreciate it. All right, brother. Talk to you soon. Yeah. Bye. Joe Nels, Kenosha CrossFit. Holy shit. I'm loving it. Uh, he should pick one of the 30 to follow their journey. Oh, adding more to the pile. More work from the self-help book. Carolyn. Uh, Ken Walters, uh, meeting Andrew and Madison is one of the quirkiest but nicest people ever. He's a real genuine dude. Yeah, he is real quirky. I agree. I don't think uh, he, he's a he's he's a weird Renaissance man type of dude. He's weird. He's weird. <clears throat> uh, Cave Dastro, Sebi, tell Joe uh, he needs to splice the thirty days of videos together and make a mini documentary. What do you know? I already did. A couple days ago, I said the same thing. I was like, dude, that could be one. Uh, can end up being one ten or twenty minute video. I wonder if I should call um, Jr. Bailey Walker, I didn't find him that weird. Dude, are you kidding me? He wears jean shorts that are too tight. He's got fucking one eye that fucking flaps around. He's pretty like just, he's so fucking chill. His energy is so chill. You're definitely quirky. Hiller's got some sort of tism. <laughs> oh my goodness. Andrew Hiller. And Andrew Link. Where the fuck is Andrew? He's a great partner in crime. I'm um I'm going to uh I'm nervous. I'm going to film uh, Athena's event tomorrow. Sorry, Saturday. That's how nervous I am. Saturday at uh 
Craig Howard's gym in Pleasant Hill, California. I keep saying Pleasanton, but it's Pleasant Hill. Oh, shit. Tomorrow we have Gee on, you guys. How crazy is that? Gee, Majeros. And Greg Glassman, maybe. Uh, and then uh, Wednesday we have uh, Mary Heffernan on. I need to have uh you know who I need to have on? I need to have Devin Kim on. I'm gonna I'm gonna send her a text right now. I need to hear more of the story. I wanna hear more. I, wanna, I was asking him questions that I really should be asking her. Uh oh, I don't have her number. Okay, what if I just type in Kim Kim? Oh, don't have her number. Shit. Uh Susa. Uh can oh, I'll just call Susa. You guys wanna hear what Susa says? You guys wanna hear Susa's voice? Incoming, Suza. You think he was comfortable with all those questions? Uh, all those questions. He seemed pretty comfortable. Jorge Fernandez. Oh, Susie, I'll see you there. Hello. 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 Shit. Nothing. Oh. Did you guys hear that? I wonder why that's not working. All right. Uh, so I'm going to Athena's seminar. Cool. I'll see you there. Ken Walters, I'm late, but so bummed the Bears didn't give Tyson the ball when up 41 uh, zip in the fourth quarter. Oh, you mean down when they were down. Yeah. The full team would be wild. Yeah, the full team would be wild. Uh, let me see. Um, Susa, uh, can we get can we get Devin Kim on? Thank you. I wonder. Um, I'm probably spelling her name wrong. You guys like the football game? So I, I, I went, I was like, oh shit, I'm going to get a subscription. I'm going to watch the um, NFL. So I go to Apple TV and I download the NFL app and I pay the $99 for whatever they're charging me. I realized for that $99, you can't see shit. You get this stupid fucking show called The Red Zone. I don't give a fuck about that. I just want to see Tyson play. So then I look and I'm like, okay, I can get it through YouTube. But in order to get it through YouTube, hello? Hey, Sousa? Hello? Hello? Oh, shit. Uh, hold on, Sousa. Hold on. Something's not right. Something's not right. In order to get it on YouTube, you have to buy the YouTube su subscription, which is like 75 bucks a month, and then I got to pay on top of that another $350 for fucking... Um, the NFL Network. So it's $1,200 if I want to see uh, Tyson Bajan pay. $1,200. 70 bucks for the YouTube-based YouTube subscription. And then another 350 bucks for the NFL. No fucking thank you. Hi. Hey, I kind of want to hear you for a minute there. 
Yeah, something was fucked up. I was going off about it like kept... how expensive it is to watch oh, okay. the NFL. <laughs> you don't have like Xfinity or something like that? I do have Xfinity. Cable package already? I, was, I have Xfinity. Can you just watch it? No, and I tried to, and what's crazy is everyone told me it was free on Fox, so I went over to Fox, and it said that the Chiefs-Bears game was on, and the Chiefs have that scumbag on, that Kelsey sellout dude who kills little boys. But um, uh, but then I, uh, when you click on it, it was Cardinals-Dallas, even though it says on the screen uh, Chiefs-Bears. I'm like, what the fuck? And then so then I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll just get it through the Xfinity app and add the package, but you can't. you got to call someone. And then the person who I'm chatting with from Xfinity, his name is like Anu or something. And it's like clearly like in a foreign land. And it's just like, yeah, right, call center. I'm over it. I'm over it. Oh, here we go. Well, uh, here we go. A Paper Street Coffee says, or you can ask the Spanish guy for a link and he can send you a free link to any sporting event. Wow. Okay. I'm well, that's convenient. Yeah. That is convenient. Um, hey, can we, so Jorge was great. Yeah, uh, sounded good. Yeah, sounded great good. Idea. Great answers, fun to look at. Um, but I think uh, we need Devin Kent. I was asking him questions well, like the whole time. I'm like, you know, this is kind of a douche move of me. I should really be asking Devin. Yeah, well, good thing we already got her scheduled. So, oh, we do. Yeah. Oh shit, you're the shit. All right. Yeah, she comes on after uh, our boy Travis on. Not is it next Friday or the following? I don't hey. know. We're booked out pretty far now. We should have had like Devin, Jorge, uh, what's the other girl's name? Brittany and Josh all on like four days in a row. And we could have done like drama week. <laughs> Just each one of them on a different day. Yeah. That would have been pretty funny. I'm curious how close it got to Danny actually being on the team. Dude, that would have been crazy for her. That would, she could, she could have really used that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like that would have probably changed that. That would have really helped her a lot. Yeah, that would have helped her tremendously. Yeah. And she still would have uh, could have put her her uh, bio on Instagram like ten times game athlete or you know you know when they put that but they don't differentiate. Yeah, I, I think she kind of needs that to be honest. Yeah, for I mean for sure it has to stay relevant. She has to stay relevant, right? And more so than yeah, more so than that. I I. Like, like I, th when I think of those, like the, those people on that team, Josh, Jorge, Devin, and uh, uh, Brittany, their stock mm -hmm. goes way up because they won. Like, I can't even believe they won and who they beat. The fact that they beat Paulson, uh, Tola, and the, the Nistler sisters is crazy. Yeah, legit team for sure. Crazy. And that Oslo team that Brian can't get a friend, can't get off their jock, beat them. Crazy. Yeah. And and he said there's zero chance of them coming back. Who who that the yeah yeah that team that's yeah. interesting right yeah because like what you said if you're like wait if you win one you're almost destined to to see like okay can we do two now can we stay together and doing it again right I want to see Devin go to Mayhem too and get on like some sort of Mayhem team. Devin Kim, uh, Angelo DeChico. seems to be the winning strategy. I asked him about Bryce. Oh, yeah? I don't, I don't think I heard that part. How'd that go? Uh, he says he's not following the drama. Jorge's not following the drama? Yeah. Uh, which means he's too close to Bryce to comment on it. Maybe, 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 maybe. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think there are some other factors there, too. 
It's a very, very oh, yeah? It's, yeah, it's a very complicated situation. Very complicated is <laughs> not the right word. Okay. But there's uh there's a lot of there's a there's moving pieces. There's an entanglement. Yes, if you will. yes. There's a there's <laughs> oh, a bishop, rooks, knights, queens, kings. Every all the pieces on the board are are, are all all twisted up. And they're all out of that Invictus, right, in San Diego. Uh, yes, yes. A lot of well, mm. no, not mm. anymore. I think men. I think it's been scattered to the wind. It imploded. Um, clock. Um, hey. Clock thinks that um, that that throw that I did isn't impressive because it didn't go in the bucket. <laughs> so now you have to do it again, huh? I mean, I, I can. I can throw it in the bucket. Yeah, but now we have a real dilemma on your hands. Are you throwing it in the bucket with the bucket upright like it was in that video and you're yeah. going to arc it in? Yeah. Or are you going to turn yeah. the bucket on its side? Oh, and then fire it in on it when the bucket's on its side. That would be easy. I could do that a hundred out of a hundred times. Um, but I'll, throw, right. I'll I'll arc it in. Here's the problem that the fact that I'm not sharing with people either is that um, I have to be. I have a I have a neighbor there, and I am concerned that the ball will hit that fence. I don't want to hit that fence with a hard throw. So, mm. but um, I well, think why don't you just switch your angle? My backyard's only so big. I'm only. But, yeah, but, but can't you throw it the opposite way? So if you miss it, it's like well, then whatever, it, then just it goes roll off out the on, side of your garden. Kind of, but I have neighbors on two sides, and then I have that busy street on the other side, and then I have my house on the other side. I mean, I have to be, I have to something has to take a risk. Yeah, you got to watch your backstop there, huh? I know you throw those heaters. You don't want to put any holes in any fences. Yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> Cave Dastro, balls. is Susan an amphitheater? Susan, where are you? I'm uh, on 238 intersection crossing onto 880 right now. It sounds like there's a, someone in your trunk with um, someone's hand over their mouth, like trying to stop them from talking. Maybe it's just a really muffled echo. It's weird. Yeah, I'm just I'm in the trunk right now. <laughs> oh, you're in the trunk. With the- <laughs> uh, it's, all, it's, it's on my uh, it's in my AirPods, just on my phone. Probably that roadcaster. But probably at least, but it's a good audio. It's a good uh, phone connection. My connection just now with uh, uh, Joe Nels was horrible. Joe Neels was horrible. It seemed like every time you talked, it lagged and cut his out for a period of time, right? Yes. Did, you, did you get that? Yeah. Yeah. It seemed really odd like that. I'm not sure why. It was annoying the fuck out of me. <laughs> I was uh, talking, I was texting back and forth with Joe yesterday. And, and could you, can you hear that? Can you hear my GPS thing talking? No. Oh, okay. Interesting. It says there's a crash coming up. So now I'm dead stopped. But uh, he said he was like willing to go out for people that are, um, that maybe they're not as extroverted. Yeah. And once he comes up with that template and he was telling you he was saving it to a spreadsheet, that's to figure out like how many people he talked to, how many people showed up for appointments, how many people became members, are they still there in 30 days? Right. Like it's not and, enough. Uh, it's not enough. He's going to make the YouTube video and show you how it's fucking done. He's willing to go out to people's gyms and be like, "Okay, let's go out in your town and I'll get people for you." Yes. Yeah. He absolutely said that, and he was like, "So I'll go there and do like the first three days to get the ball rolling for him, and be like, okay, here's you know, here's the script. You know what to do. You've had somebody kind of hold your hand through the through the process of the first couple of days. Now just keep going it on your own for the next twenty seven and input all your numbers into the sheet." Damn. 
Yeah, and it's kind of crazy because you're watching him develop his sales pitch. You know, and like if you pay attention, you could see he goes the same way. Like, oh, hey, what do you do for working out? You know, I do ice. Cool. Have you heard about CrossFit? Yeah, I have or no, I haven't. Like, oh, what have you heard about it? And then he kind of goes into his pitch from there, right? So you're in real time, you're watching him kind of massage it and, and use it and develop it over the 30 days, which is also something that's pretty cool. And you're, and you're watching um, his uh, camera operator learn how to tr- try to hold the camera still, still. Yeah, that's even the craziest part. I didn't even realize that she had just started this whole thing too, that she was kind of on her 30-day like learning arc as well. Uh, Ken Walters, Sevon sounding like a liberal making excuses why he can't do something. Uh, Cave Dastro, Sevon arguing his limitations. Are you guys fucking knuckleheads? I'm not doing that in the slightest. I'm letting you know the situation, the, 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 the situation that it's, it's even more impressive what I'm doing. And arguing shit. I fucking walked out there and set my camera up and fucking schooled you fuckers. Talking about my limitations. <laughs> I'm letting you know the limitations of the scene and how I flourish even with those limitations. George Wang. Jorge Wang, $2. Thank you. Wang sounds like a new commenter. Is that a new guy? I don't recognize the name. I don't think we have any Wangs. Oh. It'll usually tell you the first time that they uh, buy a super chat, too. $2. $2. We love you a long time. All right. Well, thank you, Susan. Yep. Oh, you want to hear a quick story? I got a quick story for you. Ready? Yeah. So Allison Bishop is moving to Costa Rica. Okay. And so she had a garage sale at her house on the beach. Really cool fucking house. And she has a lot of cool shit in there and a lot of new shit because her and her husband, Brendan, basically have only been there a year and they got tons of shit. We bought their couch from them. I got a new couch that I bought off of her. And she's got tons of cool little shit, you know, like the kind of shit you buy if you're setting up a new house. And so she's doing this garage sale and she's selling everything and people are buying everything, right? So this lady fucking walks in there. This is at the fucking beach, a house that fucking overlooks the Pacific Ocean. Beautiful killer neighborhood. And this bitch fucking walks in there wearing a mask. (laughs) And they start talking, and this chick starts bragging about how she's a CrossFitter. And I'm thinking to myself, listen, Andrew Hiller should put that on his list of what makes someone a CrossFitter. You wear a mask, you are not a CrossFitter. Someone, how can you say that maybe someone has a grandfather who's dying of cancer? I said it. You wear a mask. You are not a CrossFitter. You already are doing everything you need to do in order to cure the world's most vexing problem. So she's wearing a mask. She's bragging about it, CrossFit, CrossFit. And then all of a sudden, Allison goes, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I don't, I'm not going to a current affiliate. But, um, or the husband says, Brendan says, but we hang with us, uh, some of the OGs, Sevon and Greg, all the time. And she she goes from being a chatty. That's another thing. If you're wearing a mask, shut the fuck up. No one wants to hear you talk. You can't be a chatty Kathy and have a mask on. No one wants to hear a peep out of you if you have a mask. Everyone already thinks you're an idiot and you have nothing important to say. You're a confused, delusional wingnut. But anyway, uh, so then she uh, Allison tells the lady, yeah, I'm friends with uh, Sevon and Greg. And the lady doesn't say another word. Oh, no. And of course she doesn't. Yeah, of course she doesn't. <laughs> right? Because she now knows. Yep. She now knows. Yep. You think she was a Republican or a Democrat? Oh, I know. I know exactly <laughs> what she is. I can't oh, wait to man. fucking uh, vote for Joe Biden again. This is what I sound like behind my mask. <sighs> I love breathing in my own oxygen. <sighs> We had a we had a 
we had a, a, a long time family friend who I haven't seen in 20 years visit the other day, but they wouldn't come to my house because my kids weren't vaccinated and I wasn't vaccinated. And then I, I was explaining to someone as like the vaccinated people are the ones who are shedding. Those are the ones you need to be worried about. Those are the ones who have the infection. You can't get it from me. If I've had it, I've already have an immune. I've already had an immune response to it and I don't get it. And the injection doesn't prevent you from spreading it or getting it. It just hides the symptoms. And they won't come to your house. And, and no one's denying that. Not, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I'm because I it's crazy. The the yeah, thinking, the thinking is. behind all of it. Um, there's people who will say, Hey, your kids can't come to my house if they're not have the injection. We have a newborn baby. No, you have it all backwards. The people you don't want coming to your house are the people who've had the injection. Those are the ones who are shedding. Those are the ones that are having the immune response to any injection and are now contagious. It's so fucking crazy. It only takes a few seconds to think it out and read about it. Yeah, I mean, people are even still like going by that argument. That's nuts. I clock. Like, you actually think it matters at this point? Yeah. Clock. It'll be hard to put the ball in the horizontal zone, like into the bucket, then hit a target perpendicular to the ball's trajectory is my theory. Turning the bucket over will make it easier. Yeah, laying the bucket on its side, I could throw 100 balls in there from two miles away, blindfolded backwards with my thumb in my ass. Shooting, order. shooting it in from fucking uh, 60 feet is, is, is it's, it, it, it seals me as a God. You have to, you have to wonder if I'm, if I, if I sold my soul to the devil to make that. When I, when you see me make that, you're going to be like, Oh shit. First try to oh, shut it. Zach. I don't know if that's first try to be honest. Probably. Might take a couple couple warm up shots to get going. Probably. No, I never warm up. Ask my wife. She wishes I would warm up. I never warm up. Stay ready. Just charge that thing from 60 feet away with an erection, run full speed at it. Spit on it from five feet out as you're full sprint with an erection towards my wife from 60 feet away. At five feet, yeah. spit on it and then yell, fire in the hole. <laughs> You're a full throttle kind of guy, I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, Kyle Landis, sexual jousting. Yes, those aren't leggings. Those are my those are my long john. That's like I, I wear those now that I'm old. Uh, when I work out to stay warm, keep the joints warm. Oh my goodness! All right. Well, thanks for coming on. All right. I'll talk to you later. I'll call Thanks you. For chat with my, me on my drive. Yeah, I'll call you six hundred times today. My normal now. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, bye. All right, bye. Matt Souza, executive producer of the Sevon Podcast, coming live from a traffic jam in the Bay Area. Uh, Mason Mitchell. A lot of people don't know this, but Sevon could throw a frisbee seven hundred meters, twenty one hundred feet back in the day. That's not true, but I appreciate it. I, the furthest I threw a frisbee, I threw a frisbee from one end zone at a football at the at the Cal Stadium one time, uh, UC Berkeley. We snuck in there. My friend and I played in there. And w cold, I was throwing it about sixty yards. And once I warmed up, I did throw just a, a regular, just your regular ultimate frisbee disc from one end zone out the back end of the other end zone. It's probably like three 
150 feet. It was pretty crazy. <clears throat> Zach, go stand on your porch. I'm going to throw one from my house to your house right now. I don't do forearm throw. I don't do, I don't do, I don't do, uh, I don't do this. Uh, I don't do this. I mean, I can, but I just don't never. Uh, Sevon uh, can throw, uh, but my measurements are off because I use the same wheel that they use to measure the CrossFit games. Magnus Holmgren, the white guy in Mexico, otherwise known as the white guy in Mexico. I don't know who who's Uncle Rico. Sevon's the Uncle Rico of backyard ball throwing. I don't know who Uncle Rico is, but I like it. Uh, clock, uh, this is the first honest thing that's been said by, by anyone in the chat today. Uh, and you have to measure the distance because I'm not believing that one of your strides is three feet. <laughs> I, I'm not believing it either. To be completely honest with you, I'm not believing it either. But I'm going to stick by it. I'm not going to admit that again. That's... Uh, only today. Thank you, Sarah. Long John's on a guy is hot. Thank you. Fuck, finally. I can, I can go now. 8.45 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Great show with Jorge Fernandez. Uh, tomorrow, two shows. Uh, morning and evening. Lucky you. Uh, Guy Harris show will be fucking huge. I'm so excited that Guy agreed to come on. Haven't had him on in forever. And, uh... Yeah, that's it. I'll talk to you guys soon. I, I, I did uh, um, three, three, three pep, new, new peptide injections. I get to eat today. I didn't eat yesterday. I'm only eating every other day for 20 days. Oh, look, there's Guy Maderos if they had a kid. Oh. 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 Eric Wise, bye-bye.